Hey, what's going out there, podcast world? My name is Terrence J. You know, I know y'all been missing me, but got a lot of things to take care of first, you know. But back to this topic, um, I got a very special guest, and, you know, we got a lot to talk about, a lot to talk about. It's the new year, 2020, February here. You know, we got a lot of, lot of things to talk about, you know. But I'm going to introduce my guest right now. Her name is Miss Kenya. Let us tell her a little bit about herself. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I'm very excited about today's topic. Okay, okay. Thanks. That's what's up. That's what's up. But yeah, definitely, um, the topic that we're going to talk about today is the playbook. You know, yes, I know the playbook. You know, when you think about a playbook, you're thinking about probably a football playbook. No, not that type of playbook. We're talking about relationships and dealing with the playbook. The same playbook that... Everybody seems to not figure out the same playbook that's it's the same playbook that's dealing with a lot of relationships and, you know, a lot of people trying to find love. But it's hard to find love when you dealing with the same playbook. You're dealing with the same playbook because of that's how a lot of people end up doing. You end up getting the same typical guy or the same typical female and it's hard for you to find love. You're trying to find love. How can you find love if you're still dealing with the same playbook? So it's kind of hard to, you know, adjust to those type of things. You know, what type of guy you mean, what type of lady you meeting, what's the settings that you're meeting, and those type, et cetera, et cetera. You know, sometimes online dating is cool. It has its pros and cons to it as well. But again, you know, if a person got the same playbook, all of it is still the same. So how do we try to figure out what's the best solution for finding love? Because I see a lot of people that's in their 20s, late 20s, 30s, late 30s, early 40s, late 40s, 50s, even 60s, single, still single. You know, we always hear the same topic that uh, men ain't shit, men ain't shit. But what type of man do you attract? Do you attract the same type of man that has the same playbook? So, you know, we have to figure out what's the best solution for finding love. Because I tell everybody all the time, it's not meant for everybody to be married, but it's meant for everybody to be happy. And those are the things that we try to figure out the most. Don't force marriage. Let it happen. Don't ask a guy to propose to you and force him to only marry you. If he want to be happy with you, let him be happy with you. If he want to marry you, he'll marry you. Either way it go, as long as you're happy, that's all that matters, you know, dealing with a lot of those situations and times. You know, so we're trying to figure out how can we stop running into the same playbook. You know, so Miss Kenya, how do you feel about, you know, guys that's, that has the same playbook? living on an antiquated idea. They're doing maybe what they've seen their fathers or older brothers do. And the women on the same course, they're trying to maybe avoid that where maybe they had maybe an absent father or even if he was in the picture, a lot of times he wasn't mentally or emotionally available. So these women are sort of coddling these men. They're sort of begging for something and these men they're pushing it away because no one wants to be forced at anything right. i think that's like a major issue 
Okay, definitely, definitely, definitely. I definitely agree with you on that. So how do you feel about a baby boy type of guy that's a mama's guy? You know, he's he's just always got to be around his mom. You know, he got to ask his mom for the validation. How do you feel about that? That, that can go one of two ways. Okay. Because a lot of times, like growing up, the major thing is you want a guy who has his head on straight, you want him to have faith, a faith, and you want him to love his mom. But a lot of these guys, they, for their mom, they're, they're placeholders for men who aren't there. And that's not everyone, but it's often. Where these women, they're single mothers, and they are, these, these boys, as their sons, that the mothers become overbearing, and the boys latch onto their moms. So then when they are men, they never fully leave the teeth, so to speak. And I've dated a guy who his mother was, I mean, she was his world. And at first it was sweet, and I thought, wow, this guy loves his mom. He's, he's calling, he's checking in on her. And then later into the relationship, we have a problem, and his mom's the first to know. And so now his mom's talking to me, or his grandmother's talking to me. And so it, it, it became, it wasn't personal anymore. It wasn't like he's sweet and doting. It was more like his mom is his best friend, which, I mean, if that's the case, that's fine. But there has to be some boundaries. I think, like, if, if I have to tell someone every little thing, I have to have their approval. I have to run to them like I'm in third grade. Like, Mommy, look what happened. Like, that's just too much. And I think a lot of men... Their moms are their, like, surrogate girlfriends, and their moms cook for them, clean for them, come and do their laundry. Their moms are blocking any women off. And so these men, they're maybe in their 40s, and they're still their mom's best friend, and that's fine, but is that the life that either of them chose? She's single, and her son is a placeholder. He's single, and his mom, in his place, is his placeholder. So that can go very bad. However, I think a healthy level where a guy, he respects his mom, he's seen what she's been through for him, he loves her, you know, he's bringing her flowers on special occasions. I think that's really sweet. And a lot of women will look for that because they'll want someone who's going to be kind to them. And if they have children, someone who's going to keep that going. Right. Most definitely, most definitely. You know, I know... From experience that I even seen a lot of women like that as well, um, dealing with, hey, daddy's girl, you know, and that's understandable. That's cool. That's the person that you're supposed to go to in a sense of a fashionable way. But then at the same time, if we have in a discussion or a disagreement, you definitely should not run to your father or your mother, you know, about dealing with what's going on in our household, you know, so I could definitely, uh, definitely agree with that as well. Um, dealing with those type of people that latch on and don't know how to separate themselves, don't know what to do, don't know how to function because they didn't give them those type of tools to work into the real world because that's all what they know, you know, but then at the same time, I will say that a lot of single parents that have those kids especially like daughters or sons they see what their mom doing so if they see their mom 
around a lot of different guys, chances are the daughter's going to be like that. And so the same way goes for the boy that's growing up, you know, to be a man. Yes, he can, you know, mom can definitely tell him to respect, you know, all women and those type of things. But if he see his mom, you know, doing the totally opposite around different guys, you know, what you're going to expect. You're going to expect that playboy type of guy. You're going to expect that type of guy to where he's not going to really respect the woman's mind, body, and soul. And, you you know, those things that we definitely have to discuss because it's basically the same playbook. It's a lot of single parents out there that do raise their child to be the best man that they can be or be the best woman they can be. You know, and then you also have other type of people that, you know, raise their they, they kids to rob Peter to pay Paul. And it really shouldn't be like that in a sense of a way. You should try to treat everybody equally. But a lot of times it don't go that way. You got a lot of womanizers. You got a lot of, you know, women bashers. You got a lot of men bashers, you know, and you want us to respect each other equally. But how can we respect each other equally because of how a person was raised? And so we look at those type of things and try to make out the best result for it. So with all that being said, what do you feel like is the solution of trying to change the playbook? Well, with that, with the parents, and overall, I think getting to the root of it. Because I think a lot of these men who are, you know, quote-unquote players or they are just living for the night, those types of people, men and women included, they need to get to the root of the problem. If they if they have, like, hate towards their mom or hate towards their upbringing and they're continuously bringing that into every situation, so they get in these relationships and then they're not ready, they're not mentally ready, and they're not letting things progress organically. So I think that's the biggest issue. If they're not happy with themselves, they're not happy with the way things were, instead of changing them, they just go around like collecting baggage and they every person that they meet, they're leaving like a little bit of that garbage with that person. And ultimately, they're going to just end up bitter and angry. So I think the biggest thing about the playbook is understanding that the, the, the playbook can be catered. So if you're an angry person, you got to stop right in your tracks. You have to figure out like, Hey, what's making me feel this way? Why am I doing these things? Right. And after that, you can you can move on to the next step. And I think until people take time to actually figure out why they're doing what they're doing and not just hop into relationships, I mean, you see this time and time again. There's someone there in a relationship, it doesn't work out. <laughs> they're posting on their social media like, I'm single, and then, <laughs> like, 10 minutes later, they're like, we're back together, and you're like, wait, what? And it's like, these people, they're not healing, and they're just moving their hurt. Like, they're just lugging it around. Right, definitely, definitely. I can definitely agree with that, you know, and that's one of my biggest um, pet peeves, but to each his own that, that do put their personal life business on Facebook, you know, I don't take away from... Um, how a person end up putting their personal business on there, you know, but I definitely don't want to see that. I definitely don't want to see you, 
you know, putting a man dirty laundry out there or a woman dirty laundry out there. And then you turn back around 10 minutes later, y'all back together, y'all back hugged up, you know, those type of things. Um, and that's something that a simple conversation can resolve a lot of these things, you know, instead of just blowing it off and not being able to conversate with a person. I understand a lot of people don't know how to conversate. All they know is sex. That's, that's what their chemistry is based on. If their chemistry is based on just sex, where's the rest of the chemistry part to the conversations, those type of things, you know, because you had to start from somewhere to how did he end up meeting you or how did you end up meeting him, those type of conversations, you know, try to keep the spark of the entry, you know, of the person's mind um focused on you because it's definitely a lot of temptation out here in the world it's definitely it's definitely a lot of temptation out there in the world especially for women you know a lot of it's a lot of single men out there that be basically trying to pursue a woman that's in a relationship and it's also vice versa for you know for the man as well you know like for instance you remember seeing the movie um temptation um, that end up having I can't think of the lady name um, But Kim Kardashian was in it She played like a small role in it But she ended up making This girl that was married That had the successful family Go out here and cheat With a guy that had everything He showed her the glamorous lifestyle And those type of things And then turned back around And gave her AIDS and it was crazy because, oh. yes, it was crazy because, uh, yes, uh, she had everything. But this guy was so adamant on trying to get her attention, trying to get her attention, trying to get her attention so bad. He was leaving her flowers. He ended up, matter of fact, he ended up finding out when her birthday was and left something on her desk for a birthday. She thought it was her husband. So she come home all surprised. Her husband is not even there. Her husband made a mistake and forgot her birthday. But he ended up making it back up to her like the next day. But she thought those nice things that she was getting was coming from her husband. But not only to find out it was coming from this guy who was a singular bachelor. But he ended up having AIDS. But he didn't tell her that part. And so those things that we have to definitely um, stay focused on, you know, um, if you got somebody good in your corner, you definitely hold on to them. Because, again, it's a lot of temptation that's definitely out there in the air. Definitely, definitely. Yes, yes, most definitely. So, yes, I, I want to. Yes, go ahead. Well, I think that another big thing is people don't know who they are. Like, in the midst of them hopping from relationship to relationship, they're not taking any time to discover themselves. They don't, um, they don't know who they are. So, and like you said, with the physical thing. So, I don't know if you believe in soul ties, but they're just connecting with all these different people. And that's another level of baggage. And I think it's really important for people to when they're single to just indulge in that, like really cultivate who they are and develop their best, their best self. Because what will happen is they're going to get with all these people. And then they're, when they are 
aren't single, they're just like, they're looking. They're not taking any time to breathe. They're not taking any time to understand what they want. They're just like, oh, this person is attractive, or I could, I could be intimate with this person. And they're not really thinking about, like, any true, um, true intimacy. They're not thinking about, you know, um, maybe they have goals or they want to travel. And instead of thinking about that, they're just hopping into these relationships. And on top of um, that, they are going to be tempted because instead of looking for or finding someone who they could truly fall in love with, they went after maybe money or body and stuff that, you know, stuff that they could have been obtaining themselves while they were single. And I think that's just, it's just a cause for disaster because you have like, you have, say for example, you have a woman and she might have been in like an abusive relationship. So she leaves that and she just instantly gets into another relationship. Now this person might be a fine, decent person, but because of her past, she's carrying that trauma. So then she leaves this person, so now they have a layer of her trauma that they're going to take to the next person. And I think that when people are single, they're able to peel off those layers. They're able to understand, like, you know, that happened and it was painful and I got through it and now I'm better. But when you're just like, boom, boom, relationship, relationship, and that's what I'm seeing a lot of, like, people are, they'll be in one relationship and literally, like, they'll break up, two days later they're back in a relationship. And you have to know that those people, they're just filling a void, like, they might not be doing drugs, but they're out here using a person to to make up for whatever they're lacking. And that is probably the biggest flaw in the playbook is people are being greedy they don't want to. They don't want to be single because it doesn't have the necessary images. Like you know, you see people like getting married or having children, and you're just sitting there like, "Well, where is my husband? Or where is my wife? Where are my kids? Like, where is my house? Where is my new job? Where is my new car?" And I think that just that desire to constantly be on trend whether trends are relationships or, you know, the newest outfit, I think that people are using relationships as, like, such a disposable thing. Like, we have all these apps. Um, people aren't meeting in person. And that's just causing so much issue. If we were to take some time, discover who we are, cultivate our best selves, like, you know, get the body you want, get the job you want, and then when that person comes along, you can be like, you know what, I spent my time being single, I know what I like, I know what I don't like, and you don't meet that person, and you can you can dodge all the bullets because you actually know what you want, so you're not going to be tempted because when you meet that person, you're going to be like, this is the person that I've been waiting for, and I don't think people know how to do that. Like, the art of patience is just dwindling away, like, the faster our internet gets, the less people are capable of waiting and that's that's the biggest flaw right now definitely definitely i definitely agree with you on that one um and it's sad that it's like that but you know that's what's taking over right now you know it's like a it's like a cancer you know relationships these days are like cancer you know can you heal it or are you going to die with it you know in those type of situations when you're dealing with these type of relationships 
because the relationships don't really last long no more. You know, like, hey, can I really say I've been with this person since high school? Can I really say I've been with this person since college? Can I say I've really been with this person five years, 10 years, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years? You know, those type of things that, you know, we definitely have to check in our souls and check in our minds and check in our bodies and check in our hearts and figure out what's the best solution for you. Most definitely. But yes, Miss Kenya, we definitely have to do this again some other time. You know, I definitely enjoyed this conversation here. We definitely going to have to definitely we definitely going to have to collaborate again. Definitely, definitely. Awesome. I definitely like that. Definitely, definitely. For sure. Yes. Well, podcast world out there, we gave y'all a good episode. You know, definitely, definitely. And we'll definitely keep in contact and definitely keep y'all posted again. My name is Terrence J. And my, and spe- my special guest was Kenya. I'm going to let her, you know, let her say her things. Thank you for having me. Ah, no problem, no problem. Yes, and y'all all have a great evening.